Welcome to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the latest edition of Fran Coach's Franchising 101 series. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your Franchising 101 host. Today, we are going to have a, a, a very in-depth conversation about what is essentially the final step in the journey to become a franchise owner. Um, you're going to hear the terms discovery day or meet the team day. They're somewhat interchangeable depending on the franchises. Uh, but we want to talk a lot about this and to help us learn more about this from both sides of the equation. We brought in one of our franchise partners to talk about this big day from the franchisor perspective as well. Uh, but before we get to that, let's give you a quick reminder of who we are. Francoach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with well over 500 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise to own. And the goal of the Franchising 101 podcast is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. All right, that's that stuff. Now let's get to our guest. Joining us today is the Executive Vice President for Franchise Development for Senior Helpers, our good friend, Mr. Rob Cantrell. Rob, how are you, sir? I am well, Tim. How are you? Good to see and, and hear from you. You say, same, same here, my friend. Um, appreciate you, uh, you joining us. Uh, I know you are uh, busy, and I'll, I'll give the air quotes uh, around busy for you. So, um, and uh, and I know you, yeah, no, great. So, th- thanks for joining us, man. And uh, we got I'm excited to hear from franchisor perspective on Meet the Team Day and Discovery Day, but um, we we can't jump into that yet. We got to have a little, 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 little fun. I always like to hear from our guests on their journey into franchising, because I can pretty much do a nine out of 10, if not more. It's some random, crazy, dumb luck. Next thing you know, you're in franchising and never, ever leave. Um, what, uh, what's give, give us, give us your scoop, man. How'd you get into this crazy world? Well, it is a crazy world. That's for sure. So let's see, how did I get into franchising? Well, I was living uh, in my hometown of Bel Air, where uh, one of the uh, franchise brands here in Maryland has their headquarters, Kitty Academy, which is an educational childcare franchise. And I would drive by this building on my way to the gym every every day. So, uh, and I would see this logo on the side of a of the kiosk, and it, it had like a two headed child or something. It was head going this way, head going this way, and I always would laugh and say how is that building so nice with that, with that kind of logo? Well, anyhow, I responded to an ad that I saw on LinkedIn and for an interview. And instead of doing the phone interview, like I was supposed to, I just showed up thinking it was an in-person interview. So uh, I was, I was kind of surprised or surprised them when I showed up, but the rest is history. I uh, met the team, I got the job and they've since changed their logo to a much better looking logo. And a very successful run with that brand, and they're they're still doing great. But that's how I got into franchising. So the 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 number one thing every franchise looks for in a franchisee is following the plan, right? Would you would would, would you if we ask every franchisor what's the main thing you're looking for? You're looking for somebody that's going to follow the plan, right? 
So you started off in the industry basically not following the plan, but still somehow by right. just by, yeah. by not reading that pesky little email of your interview, and yeah. you just you just yeah. bum rushed them and showed up. That's exactly how it happened. Then. Okay. Yes. So like, man, we love this guy's initiative. Meanwhile, you just didn't take the time to actually read. Right. Exactly. Okay. Awesome. Um, good. Good. Good tip on Rob. Um, so before we get into the meets team day, get well, I'm, and I'm going to time you on this. You get you get a whopping two minutes. So um, se- senior helpers, what 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 do you guys do? Tell us. Okay, so senior helpers, the brand I'm with now is uh, I would consider one of the leading brands for home care franchises. Uh, we provide a non medical service helping seniors in their homes predominantly. Uh, with a variety of care needs. I mean, a lot of folks have uh, underlying chronic illnesses, conditions, Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's. Uh, Senior Helpers is is the leader in the pack on providing those those in need of that type of care with the best caregiver and provider solutions. So uh, we have uh, just celebrated our 20-year anniversary. We I think we're 354 territories sold now. I've been here, I guess, on my seventh year and just can't imagine being anywhere else. It's uh, it's given me a, a, a great opportunity, but I've met a lot of great folks along the way, folks that uh, Fran Coach has sent our way, and we've uh, had some success there. Uh, but you know, we're continuing to grow as a brand. I mean, the aging population is the fastest growing uh, sector of the population. They call it the silver tsunami. Every day, an additional 12,000 seniors ages in in this country. And there's just solutions are running, uh, you know, running short for, for where they need the help. And Senior Helpers has got the answer uh, on so many levels. It's, I call it a mission-driven but for-profit industry. If you're looking to make a difference, to impact lives, to uh, to really have a business you can feel proud of, then Senior Helpers is certainly one of the ones I would say that checks those boxes. Yeah, without without question. And I, and I was if I was remotely prepared for what I do on this podcast, I would be able to tell everybody when the last time we had uh, you on talking specifically about Senior Helpers. Uh, but we've had so many dang episodes now scrolling back through there. I know you little, guys are- you're famous now, Tim. I'm, I I can't believe you've had me on now a second time. So uh, it is really kind of amazing. But the, you know, the the first fourteen people I had planned for this bailed. So <laughs> with the I with the, your last, I was your yeah, the yeah, we had we had to we had to get to you. So um, so let's talk about Discovery Day and Meet the Team Day. And so just kind of like prefaces for for folks. So so once when we're working with our clients and we get them. We start looking at maybe three franchises. Uh, that overall journey, that discovery process takes six to eight weeks. There's, gosh, 10, 12, 15 different steps along the way. It is incredibly thorough. It is an inc- also m- mutual. We're helping our clients vet you, pesky franchisors, but you're also vetting them. Um, and then as we get all the way to the end, really the last step is, again, the discovery day or the meet to team day. Um, Pre-COVID, these were always in person. Um, then now we've got a kind of a, a mix. Uh, some franchisors are back doing these in person. Some are still doing them virtual. But it is really the last thing. It is a like a, a full a full day um, in person. Sometimes it's an evening and then a day. Um, there's a lot going on. It's very very intense. Um, 
but really kind of designed to that when you're done with that meet the team day, like that, that's it. You're, you're going to know for sure. And people always roll their eyes at me, but Robbie, you can speak to this too. You really won't feel like you're making a decision when you get all the way done. You're going to be like, yes, this is absolutely the one from, from a client perspective and from your standpoint. So I want to talk a little bit about what, what to expect as a, as a, as a franchise candidate attending this, but what about from the franchisor standpoint? I feel like we always kind of forget about your role in this because you are still betting the franchise candidate as well. So talk about maybe, and, and I know you guys do yours still virtual mostly now, right? But um, what 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 is all entailed in a meet the team day or a discovery day? What are, talk about some of the things that will just happen during that event? Yeah, so ours are I would say ninety nine percent still virtual. Uh, I was old school back at the beginning of the pandemic, I was thinking, you know, it was the end of the world of franchising and, and meet the team day was always supposed to be in person. And you, you take them out and have a nice dinner, get to know them, then they meet the team, take a tour of the office. And, and that's how it was done. So I was a skeptic going back, but, you know, now two and a half years into this and we've closed more deals in the past two years than we did the prior two years. It tells me that, uh, you know, it's effective the way we're doing it. And I think with the advancement in technology as we're on today and, you know, getting a little leaner and meaner in your organization, uh, I think it's it's certainly um, lended itself to the success that we've had. In it. Um, so to your point, uh, meet the team day uh, or discovery day. Um, I don't know a lot of brands that are calling it discovery day anymore because I think with our steps in our process, the education is pretty much under their belt leading into that. So if they're really discovering much by the end of the process, then I haven't really done my job. Um, so, uh, and, and, you know, we could have called it confirmation or affirmation. It depends on which, what word you want to choose, but meet the team day we felt was more uh, appropriate to, to really what we're doing, because that's, that's when the leadership of our team gets to meet this candidate that, you know, I've built this relationship work with, and we're pretty friendly at this point. You know, you know, I've asked questions and we've probably been on countless phone calls. And if we're working with one of your candidates, we've, we might've all three been on phone calls, but the rest of our executive team who all has a vote and weighs in on the candidates that I bring forth, um, you know, they haven't had an opportunity. So it's really important for our team to get to know the candidate during that, that day. And that's, uh, that's where I think the candidates sometimes can fall short, but or sometimes they can really shine and, and show you know how great they are. Yeah, and so as people kind of understand this, like when we're getting there, and and you've gone through you know all these conversations with somebody like 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 Rob in, in their their position, and not that we don't trust Rob, but you're hearing everything really from him, right? You've had some validation calls with owners, maybe usually two or three of those to kind of like kind of check and balance piece of that. But if you've had a couple conversations, say with Rob about senior helpers, and it's, maybe it's, it's you know, what about the marketing, right? Hey, we kind of need, we, we kind of need customers if I'm going to be a, a, a franchise owner of senior helpers. Um, and you've heard about all the things, but um, now meet the team day, here comes the, the entire marketing team. Right. And everybody that you're there and it kind of takes everything really, I think it feels like it takes everything to another level. Right. Really? I mean, right. It's the, if, if we were, if we were a food brand, right. They're not giving you the recipe for how to, you know, make the secret sauce, 
but you're you're all of a sudden you're over like I think borderline overwhelmed with how many people and how many steps go into this. So it's um, and in fact, your role really for and for people in 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 kind of Rob's front facing position, you don't do a whole bunch at the meet the team day. It's really connecting you with again, thus the name everybody else within within the team. So it's really kind of those different like kind of categories of your business and all those things that are going to support the franchise, being able to meet all of those folks, correct? Yeah, I'm pretty much the greeter and the guy who introduces the next series of meetings as the day goes through. And then I'm on at the end of the meet the team day and we kind of recap and review, you know, the results of the day. But you're the you're the Walmart greeter, basically. I, I am the Walmart greeter when, <laughs> when they get started. Um, it's a perfect role for you. Yes, yeah, that might be my my retirement uh, role too. <laughs> Very cool. What's um, what are some things that you're looking for in in a candidate, right? And and I think both sides. And correct me if I'm wrong on this. And this is kind of hard to quantify, but you'll hear this a lot. You should be kind of ninety percent there as a, as a potential franchisee, right? Like you're not trying to learn 50 million things. You're really just trying to kind of get that last little sense of this and same thing from your side, but what are some, what are some key elements that you're looking for in a candidate on that day? Um, Yeah. So before I get to that, I do want to comment on what you were saying about um, the candidate being 90% there and also wanting to hear from others on the team, not just me. Um, I think one of the things that has made us so successful, um, you know, I've got a pretty tight process of education validation and then meet the team day, but our team, the subject matter experts that are actually helping them, they're all really good at what they do. And although I go through a fairly comprehensive overview of what to expect from each department, having the individuals responsible for their role kind of going through that and for the candidate to kind of see that passion for what they do, I think really helps sell our brand and 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 just seal the deal for folks. Um, I don't know if I want them 100% there going into Meet the Team Day. Um, you know, almost there or pretty sure they're going to do it, but um, I want them just as comfortable with our team as we are with them as well. So, and I'm, one of the things we're really lucky here is that we've got a lot of talented folks that are as interested in their success as, as they are. So I think that really uh, lends itself to, um, you know, having an effective process. But what we look for, um, you know, as I mentioned, it's their first time meeting these folks. So I think preparation is key. And you do a great job at this, Tim, when you, you've got a candidate, you coach them on kind of the pregame. It's hard for me to tell a candidate, hey, you need to show your best to our team because it kind of, off a little wonky when when uh, uh, when you say it that way, but for you as your as your coaching and let let them know that the team is 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 checking them out too. Um, you know the benefits of being on a call like this, a video call, is that you know we can do things remotely and save time, you know what have you. But uh, it's it's harder to, to judge engagement if someone is. Maybe like I have three screens. If I'm glancing over here or here, you may think that I'm not engaged or I'm just bored with you, Tim. Uh, <laughs> the, person on, the person on the other end of the camera is, is interpreting these things. And as we all know, first impressions really matter. So I would say test your camera, test your, your technology, have it figured out where you can 
basically be as close to having a real conversation with someone as far as your focal point needs to be is very important. Um, I think, um, you know, for our brand, I send a, an agenda with a bio for each of the, of the folks that they'll be speaking with, just so they have a little bit of understanding and, and, um, and background. Uh, I would I would suggest if a candidate's coming through and they know who they're going to speak with, do a LinkedIn search on that individual. Learn a little bit about them. Um, this is going to be the folks you know. Franchising's like like a marriage. You're going to be living with these these folks for a, for a long time. Hopefully, you want to know kind of a little bit about. Them. Um, so I think add some personal touch from from that aspect. You're going to hear um, you know questions. You know how long have you been with the company or or tell me why you know, you chose senior helpers and you'll hear some great stories from folks. And that also gives candidates a sense of culture. So I would say have uh, have something to make a personal connection, um, definitely show engagement uh, and interest, and then specific questions for each of the uh, of the folks you're going to speak with. Definitely have some some thought, well thought out questions uh, going into that. Yeah, and I think that you talked about this, the that connectivity that you, that you have, and really on, on both sides, but but I mean, we tell our our our, our clients as they're going through this, don't discount the fact that you are able to connect um with the people within the franchise because they are, they are, they're your go-to. You want to feel like you can trust them, they have your back. You want to look around, whether it's virtual or in person, do I feel like I'm in the right room? And and really, that kind of tr- trust your gut piece is is so huge because this is this is if, let, let's be honest the the average length of time somebody owns a franchise is longer than the average length of time they are married. So <laughs> we we want we want to um, we you know not everybody overachieves like you there, brother. So um, or certainly me, I just haven't overachieved as long as as you have with that one, right? So you want to make sure you feel that connectivity with 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 the other people, right? Uh, with within that franchise brand. Um, and you talked about something. No, I know for you guys, a lot of yours are one on one. There are times where these meet the team days. There might be three, four, five other candidates. Yeah. that are there as that are that are there as well with that dynamic um being able to ask questions I always say there's a difference between asking questions and questioning right yeah. right hey rob what why'd you wear that gray shirt today or like right you're wearing that are you crazy yeah. right that yeah. that's that tone um because especially your people within the organization that are helping, they're going to be that really frontline training, support, operations, all those things. That that's like nails on the chalkboard when it's it's why are you know like what like kind of like what the heck are you doing that for? Talk talk a little bit about um, the importance of asking the question um, because again, what are we looking for for you guys? Like, is yeah. this person going to follow the plan or not? Right is is really key. Yeah, and I think that's a great point, Tim. If you've got someone that, you know, I think having quest- questioning a system or a company is important. You need to do your due diligence. But if you're going into a meet the team day through the lens of a skeptic and you're asking a question like you just said in that way, it's going to put the presenter kind of on the heels like, you know, on, almost not defensively, but it's going to make it's going to make them a little insecure about, you know, 
why you're really asking those types of questions. Should this have been part of your due diligence when you did validation or gone through the process? Um, that's certainly, you know, you get a lot more, more with honey, <laughs> they say, uh, when it comes to, and, and any service related company, you know, we consider our franchise support center a service center for our franchisees. You're going to get much better service if you know how to treat the folks that are giving you that support and, and approach them the right way. Nobody wants to feel as though they're being questioned uh, in, a, in a negative way. But certainly, I think if you've got questions, you know, if there's any hot buttons, you and I should have figured that out before they even got to meet the team day. If, right. if there are objections, you, it's, it's our job in the development process to exhaust every last objection or question or ins uncertainty, insecurity. We need to have all that figured out because it's really not the place to figure that out on, on the meet the team day. Yeah. That's why one of the reasons we don't, um, our brand, we do them one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, we're not a, you know, and uh, other brands that do it other ways, I don't, you know, that works for them. But for us, it's such a personal thing. When we're going to commit to a franchisee, we're all in and we want to get to know you individually. It's hard to do that with four, three or four others in a day. Yeah. And, and I you, just, you you can't you can't hide when it's when it's one when it's when it's, that, I was gonna say one on one it's like ten on one right um, yeah. with with that so yeah no and and we don't want anybody like you should be coming to the table asking asking some questions and things that you want to learn or want more clarity on or um, people will ask 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 me sometimes like well, what questions should I have like at meet the team day well, like well what questions do you, do you have right and some of it just comes up naturally. Cause you're getting into like next level stuff, right? Yeah. If somebody's talking about marketing or operations or the software systems, whatever, and all of a sudden they've talked about a next level thing that you didn't know that might prompt something. Hey, tell me sure. more about that. Or, you know, Hey, give me a little more color, a little more clarity on it. Really that, that conversational dialogue. It's I, I always my cheesy analogy. It's like dating, right? It's like, if, yeah. if you're, if you're on a date and you're halfway through dinner and you're like, Whew, like yeah. I really hope, hope my phone rings with an emergency, right? <laughs> How do I get out of this? Cause I got nothing else to talk about. We're in the wrong spot, but if all of a sudden it's been a great conversation and, and back and forth, then, then again, you know, you're in the right room. You're in, you know, you're in the right place. Right. Yeah. So um, what's um, and, and the yours are now, yours are now virtual, right. But the, the ones that are back in person, one of the big, I think very, cool features of this is you mentioned this like hey well, usually there's a dinner the night before yeah. right um and get a little bit a little bit more relaxed a little bit more social um which is which which is cool for the ones that still get still get to do that i know you mentioned you really enjoy that as well um there is one little dynamic i always warn people of um there's this thing called alcohol <laughs> and, and so I'm sure I'm sure you and I can spend the next hour talking about stories of on how to better say this somebody being a dumbass um, yeah. acting like they're at a college party and we got hashtag me too moments yeah um, if you drink have a couple of drinks like this should yeah, be common sense but three. don't be an idiot <laughs> yeah don't go on the menu and look at that, you know, where it says market price or you get the lobster tails and filet, which it depends on where you're going for the dinner. Um, you'll see it. That says a lot about a person, too, um, if, if that's kind of where their, their instinct is going right away. 
Um, yeah, we've got <laughs> we've got plenty of those stories from when we were doing them in person of, of folks, but. Yes. How, 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 how fun, how fun get to know people, yeah. but just there's, you know, yeah. if the, the one, one day I'm going to eventually write a book and it's somebody called, if common sense was common, it would just be called sense. Right. So yeah. we have to kind of point, point those things out, but it is really a great opportunity to just kind of, again, get to know people on a little bit more personal level. Not that you can't do that during the actual day, but it is more, a little bit more business focused because you got things you got to be able to learn. So um, what's, what kind of like the, the culmination of the day, right? Whether we're in person or it's virtual, um, and I know everybody's a little bit different, but we're kind of done at that point, right? So, um, what should somebody expect, whether it's right away at the end of the day or typically within the next day or two, what does that, what does that kind of look like? Yeah, for us, we, so I've got to, at the conclusion of the day, I let the candidate know that the team, we all meet and talk about you, uh, the candidate, how the day went. Um, not you, Tim, but the candidate, but we might talk about you. Too. Unless it's a, unless they're bad, they're like, oh, that par meter guy. Geez, that par meter right? guy, or this is, this is just bad for us. Um, no, just kidding. We uh, we have a kind of a review recap of, of the candidate. We go through you know, the, the pros and cons, uh, and each team member has a vote as far as uh, whether we should award the franchise or not. Um, it doesn't happen often, but it does happen if if someone feels strongly enough on the leadership team. Uh, they got to live with the individual that I put through and you put through, and if they're not happy and they just can't see that being a match, then that's their chance to raise their hand. And unfortunately, you know, because of some of the reasons we've talked about, we've we've had to you know say thanks but no thanks to to candidates at that point. Um, if we've done our job correctly and we've coached and 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 given them you know what you know, some tips, you know that that rarely happens, but it does unfortunately. But it also gives the team ownership of the the candidate as well. Um, it's not just you know the, the one that that we we push through. It's it's kind of a team. Uh, sport here at Senior Helpers, so everyone gets gets their say and, and you know gets gets to know the individual as well. Yeah, it well, and the I think people looking at franchising for the first time think it's like a a, a like a transaction, right? I, I'm 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 being sold or I'm buying, but they're really awarded, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it's it's semantics, but it's really true, right? I I can right, say right. all day long, Rob, let me let me cut you a check. I want to be a Senior Helpers owner. But until you and your whole team, and not just senior helpers, every fran any franchise that's worth a dang, right? Yeah. Is they really are vetting the person because, like, you guys aren't in the in the in the business of collecting a franchise fee and letting people fail. It yeah. needs to be that long that long term partnership, right? Yeah. So that's that's it's hugely important. And we put that out there early in the process. Um, one of my my first overview concept discussions. I'm. I put a whole slide together that's got all of our core values, you know, because the industry we're in is, you know, it's arguably the most susceptible in society or, or you know, young children and, and seniors and can be taken advantage of. And we don't want that. So we want good stewards of our brand. So our core values are built around that, you know, um, good communication, uh, integrity without compromise, uh, positive attitude. So these are, things that I'm telling them up front that, you know, we want to check most of the boxes for an individual of our core values 
you know, to yours and yeah. moving forward. And that protects the brand and those that have come before you and those that have come after. Uh, it's it's really an important part. And it's back, back to that connectivity, right? Like it's one thing when, you know, I'm, and I'm sure people, you do that on a, on a first conversation. Yeah, okay, whatever, right? That's what, and then they, they, they hear it more and then they talk to franchise owners and they're hearing it from the franchise owners. They're feeling it to meet the team day. It's, it's why this is such, such, such a lengthy and thorough process, right? Um, to, to be able, again, kind of just check, check the boxes and, and it just keeps going from, I don't, I don't know, to all of a sudden that, the, again, it's, it's, it's 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 cheesy i know but it's dating right it's like oh you know you know you, you seem kind of cute i'll go out on a first date and the next thing you know you're saying i do right um because it just continues to to grow and grow from there so um that's awesome anything i guess maybe we didn't talk about that you would want somebody to think about or be prepared for whether it's senior helpers of course it should be senior helpers let's be honest right but uh because you're you're on so we have to we have to plug senior helpers right but but well, any thanks, um, sure you have a lot of other clients who would love love to have you say that about but it's but it's really but it, and you know this it's it is such a personalized and individualized process and so and i appreciate you coming on and even if it's somebody sitting out there going like uh, I don't like old people. I would never be good at that. Oh, okay. Well, we're, the, the concept is the meet the team day. Right. And so the, anything else, I guess, maybe that we're, we're missing that you would want somebody to, to really kind of think about or have in mind as they're going through this and they're getting to that kind of final step. I would say, uh, have everything in order. If you are awarded and you plan on accepting don't come back to the franchisor and say, oh, that's great. I, I would love to do this. I need to start my 401k rollover uh, this week, or I'm going to check into an SBA. Uh, or, you know, you know, preparation. If you're going through a six or eight week process and you're serious about, you know, getting into business and wanting to, to, to see yourself as a franchise owner, then you need to take the steps of readiness. Whether you say yes or no at that point is irrelevant, but having yourself in a position to say yes, because I will tell you, franchisors, uh, you've heard the expression, time kills all deals. That award is not a forever award. <laughs> if, if, uh, if we award someone and, and, and we don't hear from you and, and a, you know, within a pretty, I would say, uh, short amount of time, we're going to probably start to lose interest ourselves. Uh, because it just shows us that, okay, this person's maybe can't make decisions or lacks commitment. And those are things that we know um, don't lead to success in a franchise owner. Yeah. So I, I would say get your house in order on what your your plans are if you are awarded for, for sure. Yeah, you you don't you don't want to propose and then wait a week to get the answer. Yeah, right? let so. me go. You don't want to get down on your knee and say, Will you marry me? And then say, uh, let me talk to you in a month. Okay, that just doesn't work though. Yeah, I, I'd like to loop my wife in, wife in right now because I was I was I was down there a little longer, but she she claimed she couldn't get the the, the words out. She was so excited. So, um, like, could you at least nod something, right? So, that's the story we're going with. But um, the the flip side of that is too this this it's not like a timeshare, right? We're like, hey, we're not we're not taking you back to the airport until you sign, right? Oh, no. But but, yeah. you, but again. Uh, you, I want, I want everybody to kind of, at that point, you're going to be assuming the positive, right? And have, 
have have the proverbial ducks in a row. So that's a, that's a great that's a great point. So um, Rob, thanks for thanks for coming on to join us today, man. I appreciate uh, the the insight. Um, and I think a lot of times we talk about this from a what's it like for that candidate perspective, but hearing hearing the other side, oh crap, this really is an award process and and under kind of all the things that go in on on your side as well. So appreciate you coming on and joining us today to talk about that. Tim, always a pleasure. And uh, the fact that I got invited back says a lot of a lot about you, Tim. So thank you so much for for having us. And maybe we'll do this again sometime, hopefully. Sounds good, my friend. Uh, so thank you. And, and as always, thanks to all of our loyal podcast listeners. Uh, we hope the Franchising 101 series continues to provide insight into the amazing possibilities and all things about franchise ownership. Um, you can find us online, franchising101podcast.net, francoach.net. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about becoming a franchise owner and maybe eventually getting to meet the team day yourself, um, send us a message. There's never any fee for our service. Um, so let's get that first call set up and maybe help you create your better tomorrow. Thanks everybody for joining us and we look forward to talking with you soon. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.